Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, this is Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast, and my guest today is Serge Millman. He is the managing partner at Startup Capita. Hey, how are you, Serge? Good, good. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, and I am ready to learn about your company. So let's dive right in. Uh, tell me, tell me about you guys. What do you guys do? So we do many things, but I guess let's focus on um, on the on the two biggest parts at the moment that are up and running. The first thing we do is we're an accelerator. We take companies, tech companies from uh, the former Soviet Union, Eastern Europe, Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, Poland, um, and we bring them over here to New York, and we quote unquote we accelerate them. We speed up their pro- you know the, the process of them be, uh, turning into mature uh, revenue generating companies, and um, a good amount succeed. Those that do get follow on investments from our venture fund, which is the second thing that that I was going to get to, but really. Um, that, that's what we do. And these companies, just to give you a little background on them, they're not your typical uh, tech companies in, you know, compared to their North American uh, brethren, so to speak. They're all seed stage, but they are all well past concept stage. They all have working uh, products or, or MVPs and most have revenues. Uh, one of our companies, for example, uh, did half a million dollars in revenues in Russia last year, which which is a challenge in and of itself to, you know, to succeed on that level in, in Russia. It's a 
you know, much more difficult marketplace. So um, exciting, young, tech-focused, uh, some are blockchain-related, most are not, and um, it's just a very exciting space to be. Yeah, I think a lot of creative ideas flying at you left and right. Totally, um, left and right all day. All day. Um, you have a, so you have a lot of overseas clients, but you're based in New York. Is that the only place that you have uh, a house set we're up? We're based in New York. Yeah, we're, we're based in New York, but we have boots on the ground in Moscow and St. Petersburg and Kiev. Um, so, you know, because this is our fifth batch right now, our, our current batch, which started in January, this is our fifth uh, batch of uh, portfolio companies that we brought over. Um, we get so much inbound deal flow that we don't need to necessarily have uh, as much uh, local infrastructure in Europe, in Eastern Europe, as we did in, you know, prior to batch one and batch two. At this point, we've developed a reputation for ourselves, and, um, and, and they come to us. So we, there's a lot of inbound deal flow that just winds its way up on our desks. Fantastic. It sounds, it sounds like you guys have your hands full, but in such a good way. In, indeed. Indeed. It's like a whole new group of children every uh, three <laughs> and a half, four months. Oh, I love that you refer to them as your children because you know, people are going to be nervous going into a new company that's going to help grow them and promises all this stuff. But if you're looking at it from the point of, these are our kids, it, it gives it a homey feel. Indeed, and and um, and I respect a, lo a lot of these guys, even though they're young, they're mid-20s or late-20s, they, they have left their children or their wives or husbands back in Eastern Europe and Russia. And, uh, oh, it, it's, such a, it's such a challenge. You know, like, you know, it would be difficult for me to do that. I, but, again, it's, it's different as a North American, as a New Yorker. But you really appreciate how hard and how much heart uh, all these founders are putting into um, their projects and their ideas to see them come to fruition so they can have a better life for their families. But it's, you know, it's amazing. They, they're leaving their families, some of them for three and a half or, or months or even longer. And, you know, you, you, you feel a sense of pride in, in working with such uh, devoted individuals. Oh, absolutely. That passion, that passion translates into everything, including how you help them. Indeed. Totally. So what, walk me through the process of, you know, a new client comes to you guys, you know, what can they expect? Well, firstly, they're not clients because um, not all clients. of these companies, yeah, they, they are startups that they mm -hmm. come to us. And, and the first step is, you know, we vet them, we do our diligence on them because ultimately we're, we're cutting them a check. Uh, you know, we're investing not just our money, but, you know, more importantly, we're investing our time, our energy, our personal resources, opening doors of our personal networks that we've cultivated here in New York and North America for them. So, um, so the very first step is, you know, we learn about the team, learn about what they've done in the past. If anything, is this their first, you know, first rodeo or not? Um, what have they done? And then we vet their business and, you know, try to get an idea of how successful it could be here. For example, you know, um, we had one very successful company pitch us for the January batch um, to be in our January 2018 program. Uh, they were from St. Petersburg in Russia. And what their business was, was um, a, a portal where you can order either flowers or, you know, any, any type of like uh, grocery type goods to your apartment, uh, dry cleaning, for example, uh, you know, from your browser, from your mobile phone in St. Petersburg. What they don't realize is that Amazon has this market, you know, more or less completely monopolized. And, you know, that's just not going to work here. There's no room for that kind of uh, shipping logistical model in, in New York and North America. So even though they were successful in their home country, it was just 
pointless for us to take them because it was it wasn't something that they would even be able to start get off the ground here. Um, so the very first steps are you know we vet the companies, vet the founders, uh, try to get an idea of you know can they succeed here in New York in in North America, um, and then you know we we come to terms with them. We're we're buying equity, we're we're getting equity in their startups. Um, and they're committing three and a half months of their lives to go into our acceleration program in uh, in Manhattan. Wow. Um, I'm I'm thinking, you know, there's probably a lot of companies out there that do similar things to what you what your company does here at Start Start Capital. Um, you know, what is what really makes you stand out from the rest? Um, okay, so multiple things. One, there's actually not any other that I know of that uh, accelerates Eastern European companies um, and brings them boots on the ground to New York City. There are accelerators mm-hmm. in Moscow and St. Petersburg, in Helsinki, in, you know, Scandinavia, Stockholm, Oslo, but there's very few that actually take these companies, import them over here, and then, you know, culture clash and business clash and get these guys to really um, challenge themselves and succeed here because if they can su- succeed here, they can succeed globally. We, we know that. Um, so, as far as I know, we're the only ones who do that. Um, secondly, uh, let's talk about a little bit about our venture fund. So right now we're in the process of launching our second VC fund. We're raising uh, 20 to $30 million US, and this fund will be structured unlike any other VC fund out there today. So the first thing, uh, you know, we're not charging a management fee. How are we going to pay ourselves a salary? How are we going to live? Because this is how VC funds uh, GPs, general partners in a VC fund, this is how they, you know, uh, pay their mortgage really is is by th- this management fee. So mm-hmm. um, we are creating a, a platform at the same time that will uh, be married to this VC fund that will allow outside investors, outside accredited investors uh, to join in on any deal that we lead. It could be one of the startups from our acceleration program. It could just be a technology company that we find on our own that is, is a little bit too mature for our acceleration program. Um, it will be through the use of tokens and blockchain. Your um, equity will be your your security. Your equity will be re- uh, represented by a security token. We're working with a law firm to build a, the correct and legal infrastructure to do so in you know globally today. Uh, we're not the first to do this. We know that there's a market for it. So, you know, we're, we're calling this hybrid capital where um, the door is open for outside investors to co-invest uh, with, with, you know, a top VC into their deals. Typically, these doors have always been closed to smaller investors, even if they are accredited. Uh, you, you know, you can't get into one of these bigger VC funds without a check of half a million dollars. Let's say, you know, I'm accredited. But for me to cut a check for half a million dollars would be pretty much impossible to you know any one single entity. So this allows the doors for for guys like myself, if I wasn't involved uh, with our fund, to co-invest in deals that are professionally vetted and sourced, um, and, and that I would be uh, otherwise impossible to get into. I hope I did an okay job explaining that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you're really painting a good picture of it. Uh, I was looking at your website here, and 2014 and 2015 were big years for you guys. I see you won Best Newcomer to NABA from the National Association of Business Angels Award in 2014. Additionally, 
You also won the National Venture Industry Award in 2014 for Seed Fund of the Year. That's awesome. That's really yeah, great. Thank you. Have, you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We're, everyone here is really proud of that. Um, it, for full disclosure, I joined Starta. Uh, officially and full-time in September of 2017, but I had known them for probably, I don't know, 18 months or so prior to that, and I've been working with a couple of their companies as an advisor, uh, helping them out, opening doors for them, um, and I was really proud and, uh, and humbled when they asked me to, you know, come and, and join their, their growing enterprise as a partner. Um, and, and I'm just really, really excited about everything that we're building here. Yeah, the future, the future of, of what's to come. I and mean, tell me a little bit about what you see in the next year to five years. Well, I see, um, I don't see blockchain going away. And I'm not saying that you know Bitcoin is the future or Ether is the future. Blockchain does not equal cryptocurrency. There's the, fun, the underlying technology of blockchain, the de decentralization, the immutability of records, uh, you know, security. In cryptography uh, of records. So, you know, I, I see blockchain as being this um, unbelievable tool for, uh, for VCs in particular. Uh, my personal feeling, and, and not just mine, but, you know, my teams, my colleagues, is that if VCs don't adapt to, to the changing marketplace uh, and the changing environment um, that blockchain tokenization represents, VCs could be disrupted much like Cab drivers were disrupted by Uber and hotels were disrupted by Airbnb. Um, today, it, it's possible for a small investor to more or less um, invest in, in the ICO of their choosing, the initial coin offering of their choosing, at least in 2017. Unfortunately, we're getting, we're getting away from that right now at the moment in 2018, but I feel that once the legality is built into um, blockchain and accreditation, I think that the door will be open for small investors to invest without having to work with a VC. And that's why we're putting together, creating this hybrid capital fund, where again, we're not charging a management fee, where we think that um, VCs like us will still be needed to vet and diligence deals and then bring them to the marketplace, allowing uh, outside investors to co-invest with us and and hopefully succeed alongside us if our underlying startups perform well. So that that's what I see going forward. Or you know, over the next two five years, I really see blockchain technology um, being utilized as this uh, record system for investment, uh, not journalism, but you know, journaling investments and um, record keeping of you know uh, investments in a transparent liquid uh, way that doesn't exist in the VC world today. Um, I, I can ramble about this much longer. You know, I come from the hedge fund world before this, and as a hedge fund GP and as a hedge fund investor myself, one of the beauties about hedge funds is I, know, I always know what my money is doing. You, you get something called NAV, net asset value, on your investment at any given moment. In the VC world, this term doesn't exist. So you put your money in with a VC, you know that your money's locked up for minimum five years, more like seven, eight, nine, ten years. Two percent of your money goes to an annual management fee, which is collected for ten years. So for every hundred dollars you invest, um, only eighty percent, only eighty dollars is being utilized to um, to invest in startups. That other twenty dollars is the management fee, which is uh, every 
Every year, 2% comes out for 10 years. There goes that 20 bucks out of that 100. So, mm-hmm. um, so without the benefit of tokenization uh, and, and liquidity, which is now coming to the VC world, um, NAV didn't exist, and you had to rely on a quarterly letter, an annual letter from your GP to tell you what they're doing with their funds. Uh, if you believe them, great. But if you don't, it's just, you know, you forget where your money is, and, and that's that. Um, that is that is the way of the past. That is the way of the fax machine and writing letters using, you know, sending them in the mail. You're going to have <laughs> full transparency, liquidity in your startup uh, investment due to tokenization and blockchain. That's, you know, that's how I see the future. And, and I'm proud that my colleagues see it that way too and that we're working to, you know, to achieve that future sooner than later. Exactly. And you're bringing, you're bringing so much more you know, visibility to these companies that are coming to you in a way that, that's more global and is furthering the conversation in a global manner simply because of the way that the market is now and it's how it is 24 hours, it is, it is blockchain. It's, it's not, you know, the hindrances you have are no longer there or don't have to be. Absolutely. It's truly a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week global marketplace where, uh, you know, we have investors approach us from Singapore to Hong Kong to Chile and Buenos Aires. It's really, it's amazing how small the world is today and you know clearly that's mm-hmm. not all blockchain internet and telegram and email and what have you but blockchain is now this infrastructure with which we can all you know invest not invest communicate what have you yeah it's a small world after all <laughs> uh, um i what uh what i guess has been your biggest your biggest hurdle while being at start a capita what what has been the biggest uh, hurdle for you guys you know really it's um it's just turning our vision into reality because mm-hmm. to do it right, you know, you need lawyers and, um, you know, lawyers, they're not free. So just, <laughs> you know, communicating our vision to, you know, to our partners or service providers and, but, you know, but also, um, you know, having to, you know, pay to achieve our vision. Um, what other hurdles, you know, besides financial, can I speak of? I mean, I don't know. You know, we have such an excellent team, you know, between Katya and Alexi, the two founders of Starda. Um, you know, everyone's just very, very good at their roles. Katya, you know, r- runs full on the accelerator program and, you know, does a kick-ass job at it. And Alexi's more of a global visionary who's back and forth between Moscow and here, uh, you know, just making sure that we're on the path to uh, achieve big picture success. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that really answered your question. Sorry. <laughs> no, it did. It did. Totally. Um, I'm looking over here about, you know, when a startup comes to you, what they get. And they get the funding with the 7% equity, and then they mm-hmm. have an office space, which which is yep. phenomenal. I love that you, you really take them under your wing. Um, for, you know, this program here you're saying is about three and a half months. You have coaches, mm-hmm. you have mentors, and networking. And, and that's something that really gives these little companies confident to it's actually it's amazing it's really you know they get full infrastructure and and i'll give you an example without mentioning the the specific names because no deal has been signed yet but uh january the first day of our program here maybe the second day what what happened but it was literally the first one or two days when we're meeting each of the team members you know us of the you know starta capital community we're meeting all our uh venture companies face to face because 
prior to that, we'd only met them on, on Skype, you know, just, you know, video calls. We're meeting them face-to-face -face now, and we're going through what each one of them wants to achieve over the three and a half months that they want to come here. One of them says, look, I, I've been trying to reach out to this global brand for the past six months. Uh, you know, no one takes my calls. No one replies to my emails or my LinkedIn. I, I happen to know the founders of that brand. You know, they're my high school friends. Uh, the founders of that brand came into that into our office that day. Hands were shaken, and you know, we're we're ironing out the the paperwork now for what would have never or maybe would have happened over years instead of over mm -hmm. minutes and hours because they're in New York and we can open doors for them that. You know, you just get a really good feeling once, you know, when you can help a company speed up their growth that rapidly. Yeah, I can hear it in your voice that you truly have that human connection with the founders of these companies that are coming to you because it is still a people business. It is who you know, who you can introduce people to, and if they ultimately trust trust you to do a good job. And I can hear in your voice that you truly care. Oh, thank you. That actually means a lot. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. It's it's just what I'm hearing. Um, so okay. I'm looking here too. Ba your batch one, you guys have six companies, and then I'm up here at batch five, and you've got twenty some companies. Like, yeah, it's wow. insane. Help me, Such please. Such big growth. I don't sleep. <laughs> Help me. It's it's actually it's a lot. I'm not gonna kid you. Twenty has been um, it's work. Uh, I mean, you're. <laughs> You know, we try to redo the format for this batch in that we gave them all their KPI goals to achieve in their first week. So in their first week when we met them, we said, three and a half months, this is what you need to achieve by the end, and this is how we think you should do it, like on a weekly, monthly basis, but everyone is different, so this doesn't apply to everyone. But by the end of the program, these are the KPIs that we would like to have see you hit, um, and if you hit them, then you know clearly we're, we'll consider you for you know follow-on investing, and um, we thought that having set these KPIs up front, that we would be able to you know take our hands off and just hit autopilot, cruise control, and let these guys really um, steer the the ship. But uh, you know what's the what's the famous expression? The best laid plans of mice and men, or what what have you? You know nothing works. So we've been working with them nonstop a lot more than we, we have planned. And it's, you know, it's, it's very fulfilling, but it's also, you know, we're trying to build some of our own projects. So there's just not enough hours in the day, unfortunately. Uh, and that, that is, that is the, uh, the toll of success, right? You just have no, no time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, I, yeah, I wish we had more. Well, this has been so insightful, and I am very excited to learn more about your company. I think our listeners are definitely going to be able to utilize what you've given us here today. So thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the program, Serge. Oh, thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Of course. And before we go, can you tell listeners, you know, where's the best way to get in contact if they have a business, they want to talk, they want to be a customer of yours? How do they get in touch with you? Um, our website. Uh, what? You tell me, is it Startup Capital or Startup Ventures? I don't even remember. It is, uh, <laughs> is Startup Accelerator. Startup Accelerator. So there's two A's in the middle there. Startup Accelerator. You just find us on Google, go to our website, look us up on LinkedIn for Startup Capital, Startup Accelerator, Startup Ventures. Look for me on LinkedIn, Serge Millman. Um, yeah, you know, we're, we're open to new ideas and. Um, yeah, we just need to sleep a little bit more. 
Awesome. Well, Serge, best of luck with everything, and I'm looking forward to seeing more and more companies with exciting ideas come into the marketplace. Great. Thank you so much, and I really enjoyed this, uh, this interview. All right. Well, have a good day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here. Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.